My Natural Hair is a podcast that shares all the information you're looking to learn about natural hair, the movement, the styles, growing your hair naturally and meeting other people part of the natural hair culture and movement. My Natural Hair is hosted by LaDonna Sims and Markeisha St. Clair from Hair Goals 313. Collectively, LaDonna and Markeisha have over 25 years of experience doing natural hair. My Natural Hair is a live experience where you can come out and witness the show, meet the host, and have your questions answered. Every Sunday at 2 p.m. at Detroit SIP, located between University of Detroit Mercy and Mary Grove College at 7420 West McNichols, Detroit, Michigan. Join My Natural Hair every Sunday at 2 p.m. to experience the culture and the movement. Subscribe on Apple iTunes or Google Play to the My Natural Hair podcast. And don't miss the how-to lessons, styles, and love of natural hair. Hi, we're Hair Goals 313. I'm Markeisha. I'm LaDonna Sims. And welcome to My Natural Hair podcast, where we'll talk about natural hair and everything natural. (laughs) That goes with it. Today's uh, topic is going to be natural hair and volume, growth, and length, and everything that goes along with that. As far as products, um, styles that you can use, that you can get to to make your hair fuller, um, things that we can do <coughs> with the hair growth of our hair. You know, our hair constantly grows, but I guess when it's tightly coiled, it's hard to see it without manipulating it or adding product. So let's tap on volume. Volume for natural hair, it's all about the texture of your hair and the, the technique that you use and also the products and also the weather. We can't forget about the, the weather because the weather will mess up a perfectly good twist out um, site. <laughs> and there's no product that we can... That, that can really fight the weather sometimes? No. Um, you just don't want to use a lot of stuff with glycerin because glycerin makes the hair absorb more moisture from out the air. So you will get um, really big hair. So it will like blow your twist out all the way out. So volume <coughs> and natural hair, the techniques are really important. If you want big hair and it's say 60 degrees to 75 and you want you have a vent on like Saturday so you want to start that twist out like Wednesday so by the time Saturday comes you have that fullness that you want and even sometimes when you don't have the texture if you have like a finer texture you can't get a whole bunch of volume you want to not put a whole bunch of heavy oils in your hair and products that have like shea butter in your hair so yeah coconut oil seems to work better for lighter it does it does for um, it doesn't weigh the hair down and it gives you the sheen that you need and everything but it's uh not as heavy right and also the style um styling is very important when it comes to volume um if you are doing twist outs for more volume in your hair you want to do chunkier twists and that's if you have thicker hair if you have thinner hair you want to do more twists so you could separate them into more into more volume for your hair um growth growth it just all depends on what you're doing to your hair some people hair doesn't grow 
like my hair might grow faster than your hair. Sometimes you have different spots in your hair where the growth grows more. I, we find a lot of people like, my hair's not growing on this side. Are you sleeping on that side a lot? Are you wrapping your hair or, or tying your hair up? Because some people, they you know, wrap their hair and if they're styling their hair like to the left, they'll do it like that. That could cause thinning. Yeah, anything, that. any part of the hair that you're putting too much attention on will mm -hmm. start to, <clears throat> you will see changes in it. That's why I try to make sure that people, when you, you just have to have your pillow game together, which means it's got to be satin, um, satin or silk pillow cases. You got to be aware of things rubbing in the back, what, right. what wools and different things you need to do to hats that you wear, elasticity around the sky, anything that's consistent in an area. It would, it would stunt the growth. Right. Um, <clears throat> also with the growth is um, when you have natural hair, you want to make sure, depending on the, I know we keep saying the 4C, 3C, mm -hmm. or curly, kinky, coily. Like if you have the kinky, coily hair, you could wash your hair up to every three weeks. And you want to make sure that you do, you're, you're coating you cold in the strands with a you're with a, like a cold wash or a shampoo not a shampoo but um you can wash your hair every three weeks with a tightly coiled hair you can do a uh, cold wash as well because the whole thing about the natural hair is that we need the moisture and we need to make sure that you're first of all having a you got to have time for your hair you got to make sure that you're putting uh, we simply need oils and a massage, a scalp massage, literally touching and rubbing through your hair to make sure the circulation is going through. That can help with growth as it well. It helps with growth a lot, actually. Uh, and then, then you're making sure that your, your um, moisturizing regimen is great, meaning that you use a, when you're using a co-wash and you want to wash your hair with that, you, you're going to make sure you're coming from the roots down you want to love on all of the hair. So even if, I'd rather you use your hands than use a comb, really taking time with a section and making sure each strand is all covered and protected. Once that happens, once you have the protection, it's going to stop the breakage and, you know, and stop the drying and the brittleness. And again, we go back to the products. You got to make sure that the products that you use, like in the beginning, yeah, it's fun to play around with different products. You can be a product whore, wrong word. Um, you can be a product person that, you know, like you can like buying products. Like I was a girl that just back in the days used to love going to F&M. I wanted to get my, you know, my uh, clay for the face and things for my face and things for my hair. And I just overdo it. But after a while, once I found out what really worked for me, I stick with that brand. So you want to kind of be loyal to uh, or, or listen to your hair about how it works with, with, the, um, with the texture. Like, yeah, we're, we, we call them product junkies now. <laughs> not, <laughs> so, not product horrors, but product junkies. So you don't want to be a product junkie. Yeah. And, um, trims, let's talk about trims. It's good it for, really for, natural? for natural hair. I, mean, I think every two to three times a year to, to trim. Okay. So quarterly. Yeah, quarterly. So I'm going to give you a perfect example. When you trim your hair, you trim about a half an inch, sometimes to an inch, depending on what needs to be trimmed, or even just a little bit of your hair. When we're relaxed and we wear our hair straight, we're trimming it more because we get more split ends. 
<clears throat> we get more split ends in our hair. So when you're natural and you're not manipulating your hair as much and you're trimming your hair every, for relaxed hair and hair that's straight, they say every six to eight weeks. You only get seven inches of growth a year. So if you're trimming your hair every six to eight weeks, a half an inch, you're not retaining any length. So you just wanna make sure your ends are healthy. I like getting curly cuts. If your hair is naturally curly, you could go to a, a place where they specialize in just- the diva cut, is a that the Yeah, diva cuts, they do that. They just trim into the curl. Um, there's different ways if you don't want to spend that much money on, on a diva cut, because I know they're like three to $400. You could dust your ends. I like doing two-strand twists with my own hair and just trimming my ends, or... But now since she's locking... Yeah. But see, some people like to clip these little ends, and I like to make curls with them. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, that's like, that's where you would keep clipping in as if the hair is all, and where that little part is, where it might be a little breakage, you can clip that. Mm-hmm. So I like those, the two-strand twist trim. When uh, I trim the hair at the salon, I trim it in its natural state. So I do cut into the curl into sections. <clears throat> and I like that best because when you're getting your hair straight and then you're getting a trim, we have different textures in our hair. So if you're getting your hair all the way straight and then they're trimming all the way around and this is kinkier than this, it's going to get be uneven. So it's best to get your hair cut in its natural state, how you wear your hair. Uh, length. Let's talk about length. Length retention is very important, just like I tapped on with the growth. You could be cutting off all your length and you don't know it. Some people are just very, they, they the single strand knots, it comes with having curly hair. You're gonna get those knots. You could do the method where you just go and look through your hair and, and cut off a knot. You don't never wanna pull the knot out. You wanna just cut it away. Or if you wanna get fancy with it, take a needle and, and take the knot out. You could do that as well, but that's real tedious and people don't have time for that. That's the same technique that you would be like taking out locks because you can't take locks out. Yeah. It's just who you gonna get to do it because we're not. Right, we're not taking out locks. Yeah, because it's like, you know, you're taking a little pen and you know, you gotta really, um, oh, another thing I want to touch on with the, with the um, length mm -hmm. is that you, you got to be careful about how you're doing your styling, period. Like when you're getting styles, a stylist that's pulling on your hair and tugging on your hair, you got to make sure that that's not, we shouldn't be tugging and pulling hair in 2018. You know what I mean? It's not, we're not, we know what to do now. We right. know products and if you have a product that's doing that we need to stop it mm -hmm. this or a really technique that's that's pulling your hair I'm, I'm a big thing on finger detangling um, finger detangling you could work that knot out you don't when you use a comb you're just forcing it and then you force unneeded hair that's not um, wanting to come out your hair so you have shed hair when the shed hair comes out you could just finger detangle it and then with a comb you're pulling hair that's attached to that shed hair. So I'm a big, I'm big on finger detangle. I finger detangle all my clients. And that's the, the and it does take time though. But yeah, the thing time. is, um, you if you want to start like when you're starting to do your own hair, you when you start planning your own hair, learning your own texture, you can be gentle and know what works for your hair. When you go to a salon, sometimes it's a time restraint. 
just got to make sure somebody not pulling and tugging on your hair or trying to get through a style and just want to rip through. So we shouldn't be ripping through anything. <clears throat> we got to be real good about the, the taking care of the hair from washing it. Everything starts from you loving on your scalp and creating um, circulation and stimulation, and that's where the food goes in. That fills in to the, the, the strands where the, the bed of the hair sits. That's important, and then from there you working out. <clears throat> you making sure that you're protecting your strands. And then when we go out into the weather, wintertime, you really have to extra moisturize and mm -hmm. oil. But it's key to making sure when we moisturize, we have to mist the hair first, then add the oil first so it can do what it do and hold what it holds. Hold the water it's, in. it's like putting, you know, you being ashy and cracked and just putting Vaseline right over that, and it's not going to do anything. It's going to just cake up. <laughs> It'll um, eventually peel, but it's... Right. And deep conditioning um, for, to retain, retain your length, Hot oil treatments annually, um, deep, con deep conditioning treatments annually, um, low manipulation also. You don't want to be two-strand twisting your hair for a twist out every single day. You want to try to bun it, pineapple it, so you could preserve that style. And then, like, three to four days later, like, I'm going to twist it up to get more, more definition. So low manipulation would get your hair length popping. And... What else? Well, oh, color and texture. Oh, going yeah. back on the what? No, I was just going back to the, you know, most of the people when they want to do the, the two-strand twist method or the twist out, you can keep the twist in a little bit longer to, keep, to make sure it's defined and then maybe the third day take it out and then your volume will start hitting the next week. So you just got to also know your texture of hair and know how it can hold um, a two-strand twist or a twist out or... <coughs> not really a protective style i don't really i don't believe in protective styling just because i take it back to old school we wasn't protecting styling we was braiding our kids hair because it was easier for us to braid the hair and then we don't have to do their hair for a couple of days protective styling to me is something new um, that came about the natural hair community. It's like, it's your hair. You want to rock your hair. You want to take care of your hair. And I think people just go too deep with the protective style. Okay, they want to put their that. hair up. They want to put their hair up. Let me put my hair up for the winter. I mean, what fun is that? I want to wear my hair. I mean, I agree <laughs> with the, I don't want to totally knock the pr protective styles I'm only for, it. only <laughs> because you're transitioning. Okay. So the thing is, I'm going to say this, um, Transitional styles is almost like, it, it's, it's the beginning. And in the beginning, you're learning your hair, you're growing out, you're breaking off the parts, that's cool. Now, when we break off the hair, it's gonna be a certain time, because some people do get lazy and they protective style a lot, and they will have thick, full hair, and wherever the tension and you know, concentration, even with me, I uh, wore drawstring ponytails. This started drawing back. The ponytail comb, I started catching a hole. I was like, God, you can't do nothing. You know, like I can't keep doing a protective style, but eventually you're gonna have to start learning to love your hair and learning to work with it or working with someone that knows your, your, your pattern. Once you get that down, then you do need to be not so lazy, not getting too many protective styles, just learning how to rock your own hair 
seeing your own look, working with somebody that can help you with your look, but too much covering and not knowing what to do when you had a protective stylist. Or money to pay a stylist or time to go to see a stylist and then you, you know, left to yourself right and that's where i also want to tell people to speak up if your stylist or whoever's caring for your hair is hurting your hair hurting your you notice your hair is not growing speak up we need to start speaking up be like you know my hair is not growing and a good stylist will let you know like something's going on right here you have a, a spot right here i like to tell people when i see anything going on in their hair because i'm in your hair most of the time you know that's my job to let you know if i see a red spot if i see <clears throat> uh you know uh some breakage or anything just to be aware of because i don't want that's not and for other stylists, liability. Yeah, and for, yes, it is. And for other stylists, it's important. But again, you know, we have to stop being scared because sometimes yeah. we're intimidated when we go to new salons. I mean, even when the salon I used to work with, some people would come in and they had preconceived notions. I mean, even mm -hmm. you said you had some. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you know, so once you start rolling into your business and you start doing natural hair, sometimes people forget where you came from. You know what I mean? Right. We forget that you was wearing perms before and you made a choice. Mm -hmm. So I have to be sensitive. Um, I don't like to keep repeating myself. I don't like to talk to people that don't listen, but when I'm giving you the jewels or when we talking about your hair, your stylist should be talking to you about your hair when you're done, anything happening. Like I have a client that moved over to Markeisha for the wash and goes as I did her two strand twist. Something's happening. We got her to Dr. Heidelberg or another doctor. We need to know, start talking about what pills again that you're taking mm -hmm. or what are you using or what kind of bed pillows, you know, because a lot of us, like our, our clients come in and it's like, what's this red, you got a red blanket you're using? It, it, we see it, it's all through your, you know, you can see things, you know, when you start wearing your natural hair and start picking up things. So, right. yeah, it's very important to, uh, have a consultation about the skin and just having other products to use that if if I know what are you using we can tell her she was using coconut oil her hair was too curly for that it started to break off it started mm -hmm. to rip in certain areas and then some people just don't do anything to your hair one thing no, about being natural that. is that we have to mist and moisturize every day not wash not add a bunch of product but literally mist and add some oils because our hair needs to be moist. It don't need to be dry. And when somebody is pulling on your hair too hard, you gotta let them know because they can lighten up or you might have to know that her hands is a little too heavy and she's not hearing me, you know. Right. And we have a lot of clients that come in and are like, well, you know, this person hurt my hair. And I'm like, did you say anything? Most of the time, no, you know. Um, I didn't want to It's happened to her. me, yeah. It's happened to me getting relaxers. I'm sitting there, I'm burning. I'm like, ooh, you know, I'm just, she gonna come get me, you know. <laughs> you know, so you want to be the voice for yourself too because this is your body, this is your hair, this is your life. So you want to let them know, like, look, that's a little bit, you know, that water's hot, you know, so just, let's start speaking up a little bit more than we do because we get a lot of clients no I, I didn't say anything you know now your hair is this short and you're not retaining any length because you're getting your hair pulled and tugged on and 
you know, your hair was sore for three and four days after you got that hairstyle, you and, take you, and you're going it's, back it's all the time, yeah. you know, until you notice, you know, somebody saying, you're, did you cut your hair? How, how many have we got? How many times somebody's like, you, did you cut your hair? You like, because <laughs> your hair coming out because it's not being cared for properly. So that's a good thing to retain your lunch, just being honest with your stylist and let her know or him know that, you know, this is not working. And just like what we speaked about um, a couple of weeks ago and like choosing your, your natural hairstylist and watching what the salons have and what they use and how educated they are on stuff, um, that's very important too because I should be able to prescribe you something to help you with what's going on with your hair. You know, there's so many products out now. It's a lot that's bad. It's a lot of them that's mixed up. And right. it's a lot of people that's doing really good things and women that are making crafty products, just like I was speaking of Natural Licious, that's from Detroit, and uh, T-F-I-T-G-I-N. Thank, yeah, thank, thank God. God I'm natural. Yeah. She's from Detroit, and um, with Naturally Fly is coming up with an event. So it's places that we have that we can go to um, coming up in June, June 2nd. Um, Naturally Fly is uh, in the Artist Village. Um, they're having an event um, there, and you'll be able to buy products, talk about our hair, be able to talk to different people, meet different vendors. So it's important for us to go and be around a community, see like-minded people, ask questions. When you see a girl like one of these women out in the audience, her hair is just <laughs> popping. There's no way I can give her a car. But, I mean, she love on her hair. If you, if you see somebody that have a nice hairdo, I wasn't, I wasn't afraid to ask somebody, I like your hair, where do you go? Right. I'm going to get it. Even if you're nasty, you got to pay for that on mm -hmm. your own. I'm, I'm just going to ask questions so that's another thing and if they don't you know let you know or just you know you on to the next just move on to somebody else but you want to also want to make sure that you know what your stylist is putting in your hair I, I know a lot of stylists they don't want to tell or share their techniques that's not the stylist that you want you want somebody that's going to be like because you might have an allergy you know you might have to go see the dermatologist. They want to know everything that you've put in your hair. And for your job also, you know what they're using, the products, you want to also look up those ingredients. Some people are allergic to lavender and shea butters and stuff like that. So you want to be aware of the stuff that's going into your hair from your stylist and from yourself as well. And what works for you, yeah. Right, and it's all going to tie into your hair length, your growth, the volume that you want, the hair goals that you want for your hair. So it's, it's all important. We just have to learn how to just be aware of everything that our stylist is doing, that we're doing, the food that we're eating, also every, all that. Because actually some of the things, like when you have your, like your avocado could be used for a lot of different mm -hmm. things. Like so it's, you know, you have the avocado, you can put it on your face, you can put it in your hair. You know, you have the, the clay, you add the, the apple cider vinegar, you can detox, but you still need to, like I wouldn't do those things unless I was shown how to do it. Or, you know, I studied up on it. So a lot of us, we can't no longer just go to a, eventually we'll come back to that. I think it's some stylists out here that are very stern on like, I'm not styling your hair anymore. We did three styles. Your hair was styled three times this time and it's breaking off. So I'm not giving you a style for a couple of months. And I 
some people get mad when a stylist is telling you those things, but she knows your hair. And on my name, your hair is not gonna get the Stevie Wonder effect with me. You know what I mean? Like, so if I, if I notice that you're getting too many styles or your hair is weak, we gotta get that strength back first. We gotta start getting, you know, the love and the vitamins and everything that it needs before I start doing these type of styles on your hair and pulling. Some people, I mean, I don't understand how some weave revologists or whatever, how if you don't have any size that you're still putting it, but I think we get in the way. Like I have we some bossy clients too, like well, I st that's how I want my hair, so this is what I want. Mm -hmm. You just gotta, like, yeah. <laughs> you gotta be honest with yourself and, and, and you know, take a deep look at your hair like it's not growing, you know, it's not, I'm not retaining any length. I'm, it's breaking off. There's something going on, something's happening, you're putting something, you're eating something um, that is causing your hair not to retain length or growth. So you have to just do some search, soul searching like, I'm, I am drinking too much pop, you know, so my hair is not thriving like it's, it's supposed to. Or and if I you am. have children too, mm -hmm. if you have children and you're not natural and your children are still there, I think it's important for you to learn your children hair. And maybe you can learn how to do textured hair or how to make it a more pleasant mommy and daughter experience because me growing up, it just, it wasn't pleasant. It's I mean, it wasn't time. bad. My mother kept my hair up. It was nice, but it wasn't like, yo, you mad. You mad because I ain't make up my bed. Now you about to press my hair. Like, it's like, it's not, we got to go somewhere. Come on, do this, like, whatever. But now when I do little girls hair, we're talking. And I, I learned so time. much about them. I'm like, do your mother know what you are? I just be like, your child is so amazing. But it's that one-on-one -on -one time and you get to learn products and work on their hair. Or, and once that is, don't, don't mess up their hair. <laughs> like you did yours. Again, I tell people, even with the eating, we are already addicted. You got a new kid out here, you know better, do better with your kid. Mm -hmm. And we got to work on ourselves other than that. Right. But at the end of the day, we still got to touch and feel and get to know your own hair to tell somebody else how to do your hair. And if you don't know how to do hair or you don't know what to do, you just got to be educated enough to go to somebody, go to consultations. It takes work and time. But we don't want to get off saying that we don't like protective styles. Okay, <laughs> you don't. Yeah, you right. I just don't like the term protective style. Because she don't straddle the fence at all. I don't like the term protective style because since um, going back into natural hair, a lot of people are putting their hair up for the summer. I'm going to put them up for the winter. I'm going to put my hair away. It's like... It's like you're putting, it's not a car that you, you know, with some rims that you got to put in the, in the garage because you don't want to mess up your rims. You know, it's hair. And once we don't have a relationship with our hair for the whole winter, I mean, that's like not taking care of your skin for the whole winter. Well, you got three, okay, so three months, the two-strand twist extension, I'm trying to grow this lady's hair out, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. So we're going to do, that's a three-month style, and she can come every month to get it touched up, oiled, and then she has, to, you know, her leave-in conditioner. And so you're taking care of your hair through right. the hair. If, if their game is tight like that on taking care of their hair in that protective style, but be honest, how many clients that we, we've had or seen and they get different styles or people come in for consultations, they done had them braids. Did you do anything to your braids while 
No. You know, if their game is tight on that and they know to miss their hair or their hair, then, then that's good. But not just putting your hair up just because somebody said it's not good to have your hair out for the, the winter. That's what we've been hearing. It's not good to have your hair out. I mean, they was doing well, that now right that, before now we're we're going back more. to the corporate and the view and how you view yourself. And that's what it was. I mean, I when I didn't have a protective style and I was just wearing my two-strand twist and I had to go to work and I'm working all these hours, it was just a lot of thought to my hair. You know, it was just thought to it. And some sometimes, I mean, and through that transition, that short, wild part, mm -hmm. Some people are able to go through that, and I, I, I would say that is the best route to go, um, is to learn your hair, is the, to go that route. But if you're working and you're transitioning and we're still working on our culture, how we view ourselves as black women, how we feel about our curl pattern, it could be overwhelming for some people. You know, I, I, so I, again, I don't want to push the, pro, the, um, the protective style, but there's some of them that's not good, like the ones that, you know, like the flat twist, you keep, anything that's braiding and flat is, is really pulling. Yeah. Um, corporate. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be that's a whole nother well that's we, next we, week we, is that but it's gonna all, i don't know point? about these these points because at the end of the day okay, yeah, the we'll conversation about that next week you, i know you hate the term it, but it's just people we gotta be neat you got i mean i don't know it's it, and then your boss had the right now like i hate that boss talk you know they had a right now to tell us if we if they want to hire you or not that we don't like your hair we don't have to hire you that lady lost that fight i just was like she can't lose the fight she got locks as neat as natural they was like no we got a choice and so she didn't get her job she lost the job we're going to talk more about that that's going to be next week's <laughs> episode and i got a lot to say about that corporate america and natural hair so make sure you tune in for that um, but growth length it's all about just being aware of the products that you put in your hair, being aware of if, if it's gonna rain, you might wanna put a head wrap on or a nice little braid, you know, cause we wanna have fun. We don't want to just be running from the rain cause you know, my hair look like this, you know, braid it up, you know, put a little halo on it, you know, wear a, a head scarf and you know, go out with your man cause they, they want you to be happy. <laughs> this one story, I'm gonna tell this one story real quick. I was in Walmart and uh, it started raining really hard. So I sat down, I'm like, I'm gonna wait for it to die down a little bit. So I seen this older couple, they came up and they stood right by me and they're looking at each other and he looks at her, he said, you gonna be all right? And she looked, I mean, it was no smiles on their faces. And she was Seriously? like, yeah, he was like, well, I'm gonna pull the car up, you know? And it was, it was sad. I know, I was like, wow, she don't wanna go out because her hair, you know? And he was looking at her with care, like, baby, you gonna be all right? You know, cause he know. The conversation that hair is gonna be up, real. It's gonna be. <laughs> he gonna have to come out she's his not gonna, She's not gonna be happy for the rest of that night, you know? So we wanna make sure the weather is good for that, for that style that you want. Um, we wanna make sure that you're doing, um, trims every two to three times a year um, deep conditioning your hair to retain that growth we want to make sure for your length that you're not manipulating your hair as much that you're making sure you care for it and oil it and moisturize it for your hair your um, hair to retain that length 
And, and yeah, without it just doing the breaking off, because once it starts drying, it's just gonna start breaking off. And it's, it's split ends, there's nothing you can do about it. They have to be clipped off, just like damaged hair. So, and that comes with the territory. It comes with just having hair. You're gonna have split ends. There's nothing wrong with you. You're not, you know, just this weird person that you always have split ends. Everyone gets split ends. If you have curly hair, everyone gets single strand knots. That's just part of having hair. And it letting you know what it do, so. Yeah, our hair is just, it's amazing. It does, it does everything, you know, like locks, um, wash and goes, two strand twists, her hair, the wavy, you know, hair. So our hair is just, it could do, it could do a lot of things if you take care of it. Anybody have any questions? Anybody good? You have a question? Mm -hmm. um, I, I think you recommend, you said that uh, hot oil Hot oil treatments. Oh, hot oil treatments. Are they okay for yeah. natural? For her hair? Yeah. Yeah, hot oil treatments. Mm. It'd just it, be the type of oil she would have to use. Or, right, right. Because castor oil would be too, as long as it rinses out, that's the thing. Yeah, you want to mix it and, you know, have some essential oils thrown in there for some other benefits for your scalp. If you have a dry scalp, put some tea tree in there, some peppermint, um, lavender, the calming. Um, those are always good. It's uh, before like, wait, I the, gotta let you say this because I mean it's a quick story. A girl she took the she took the essential oils and put them directly on her hair, which balled her hair. When we say essential oils, we're talking about you need the carrier oil first. The carrier oil is your grape seeds, your olive oil. That's the carrier oil. The essential oils is the drops you put in the carrier. Just a couple. Drops, it will yeah. eat your. It's natural, but you got to know how to use natural stuff. Because right. if you put two natural things together, like, I don't think bleaching ammonia is natural. But one day I was mopping my house. <laughs> it's not at all. I put both of them together, and I was like, <coughs> these floors look so good. I was dying. The windows had to be. My mother's like, you put bleach and ammonia together with some. Yeah, you were no. trying to kill everybody in the house. Yeah, but them floors <laughs> did look good, but I, don't, I won't do that no more. I let bleach alone. But yeah, just to, I got to throw that out there. A carrier oil has to be used with essential oils. But Okay, I'm going to be like the, my students and ask what I think is a stupid question. Mm -hmm. But explain when you said her hair is beginning to lock. It's locking, yes. Okay, what is locking? What does beginning to lock and locking mean? Okay, so with loose hair that's natural, you can either do a two-strand twist or you can do a comb coil. Mm -hmm. um, how you know that you're still a baby in locks? Like, I, the hair is not formed. It's not, you see how her hair. So is. my locks is not, when I wash it, the only swelling that's going to happen is at the root. And mine her swells. Her whole hair swells yeah. because it's not, it hasn't formed. Down here, these are matted. They're, they're what they are. Some people that first get locks, they can, it, it'll have strands of hair that swell and they go, you got to keep twisting it so it can be manicured. So we're manicuring our locks versus um, freestyling where that would be Bob Marley or, um, or his sons, like they okay. just let their hair Girl. do what it do. We are washing and palm, palm rolling it, and then the more it starts to do that and it grows longer, only thing we're going to have to touch up is this. So if she's my client, I will be twisting her hair all the way down just to get it ready, mm -hmm. like the, the um, 
she has like little fuzzy parts that come out. That's still in the matting process. And actually, if we wanted to, we can take these down with no problem. With me, it's it's gonna be. I need conditioner and a pen right. and everything Time. like that. So mine's is mature locks. Mm -hmm. Hers are. You're not. In. I'm I'm probably teenager. I'm four months. But um, she's hip in, in the, my lock life. But if she started from here, mm -hmm. it, it would be like infant. Yeah. Then you have a rebel stage. So her hair was so long, her locks didn't do. Like when I had my two strand twist on my cone coils, it'll be so neat. Then mm -hmm. at the end of the week, they'll be all like that. And so most of my clients, they had a son start their hair. They hate the starting process of the locks because they are energy and they go where they want to go. And then they become mature and they start just being mm -hmm. so I without. got, I got a, another probably four to six months and then my hair would you could tell they'll they're locked. It takes six months year to six months to a year to lock. So another distinction uh, with locking would be where you all uh, can uh, actually take your locks down at a certain point. Bob Marley or somebody that grew natural locks like that dreads. They, could, they would have down. to cut it out. No, right? all locks could be taken down. Oh, they can take their. Oh, yeah, okay. but who? I don't know. They usually cut it, you know. Yeah, because I don't know anybody that's. I'm not going to. Dread. I mean, locking. I call it dread. If y'all know, y'all got some kids that like spending time and knitting and stuff, yeah. you can unknit somebody's hair because that's basically what you're yeah. doing is yeah. unknitting what was knitted. And taking out the shed hair. That's yeah. all that you're, you're going to lose is the shed hair. So okay. it forms yeah. a lot. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm getting there. No, it's. I mean, you know what? It's just a conversation. I just don't like it when you know we automatically judge people and talk. Like, I mean, first it used to cringe me when people would say, "Your hair dreads," and I'm like, it's, "My hair is not dreadful. It's locks, right. you know." But now it's like. I'm taking you where you are. Like I, I didn't know what you know when I saw Bar Marley and when I was a kid, I thought that's what dreads are. You know what I mean? And I end up studying more about it, and I found out how they got that name because they really didn't play. It's a historical thing about that. So <clears throat> it was yeah. given the name dreads because um, was a different cultures seen it as dreadful. But yeah. when they came for you, it was dreadful. <laughs> They didn't really, play, you know, something, you know, protecting. So that's why we us. always say locks, locks. Yeah, it's locks. A, it's a it's a history thing. I mean, like, well, you know, it, it depends on where you want to go. A lot of people do it for style. Me, I just kind of like fell into like I I just felt started liking it. I started to see people and they were, you know, they had locks and then they started having a different lifestyle. They eating, they were, you know, eating different. Their personalities was, but now everybody's doing it. So you know, don't look at nobody with locks and think they won't hurt you. <laughs> now, now that's interesting you you all just taught us a, a piece of uh history with bob marley and how he received or the people like him have uh you know referred to their hair as dreadlocks mm -hmm. now you know I, i'm in that era where you know i i was uh old enough to clearly uh see bob marley when he came out and i i associated people in my community people who I associated with had dreadlocks. I never, even though when you think of the connotation, the, the definition of dread, uh, that is something awful, 
I never associated dreadlocks with, with him. Be, like, no, with being with, dreadful. With, with dread, no. Yeah. no, I just, because Bob Marley wasn't dreadful. No. The people I knew who wore dreads, I always just thought it was just something natural. Um, just like with the Rasta, Rastafarians or whatever. But well, that's kind of like what he, he was, yeah. like that part. But then it was like uh, most people would look at it and just think that they were dirty men. You know, like they just yeah. had dirty, it looked filthy. So it was like I had to, once I started being around different people or being around a man that had that matted hair and when I smell, he walked past, he smelled good. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that... Yeah. You know, that big thing he got in his hair, or that one. Mm -hmm. it's, it was a lot of interesting people that I met in New York, and they didn't stink. Right. Now, but you do have people that just, you know, I have clients that just work hard, sweat, and they don't do their hair, and they could, you know, mm -hmm. you can just, yeah. So. Any more questions for us? Yes, nope. We're going to wrap it up. Thank you for joining us for My Natural Hair Podcast. Again, I'm Markeisha. I'm LaDonna Sims, and we're looking forward to seeing you next week on the topic that Markeisha is going to love to talk yes, about, yes, corporate yes. America and, and natural, natural hair. hair. <laughs> See you then. Thank See you. you then. Thanks. My Natural Hair is a podcast that shares all the information you're looking to learn about natural hair. The movement, the styles, growing your hair naturally and meeting other people, part of the natural hair culture and movement. My Natural Hair is hosted by LaDonna Sims and Markeisha St. Clair from Hair Goals 313. Collectively, LaDonna and Markeisha have over 25 years of experience doing natural hair. My Natural Hair is a live experience where you can come out and witness the show, meet the host, and have your questions answered. Every Sunday at 2 p.m. at Detroit SIP, located between University of Detroit Mercy and Mary Grove College at 7420 West McNichols, Detroit, Michigan. Join My Natural Hair every Sunday at 2 p.m. to experience the culture and the movement. Subscribe on Apple iTunes or Google Play to the My Natural Hair podcast. And don't miss the how-to lessons, styles, and love of natural hair.